Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, uh, except for Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Hang on, hang on, wait. I'm wearing my House of Torture t-shirt, not my Just Five Guys one. Uh, especially Yoshinobu Kanemaru. My name is Luke. I'm your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, I'm that Mr. Guy, and uh, I would like to say hello to you, Luke, and to the listeners. I'm excited because destruction's over, right? We're, we've, uh, this is the big show, Destruction and Kobe. We're, we're ready to talk about it, and no more destruction after that. So excited to, you know, get through the destruction um, because, you know, destruction's bad. We need to rebuild. I feel like we've only been half destructed, or maybe we've left destruction realize that there's destruction left to be destructed and then just like we're chucking a u-turn and we're going back on the road towards where the destruction wants to finish the destruction (laughs) 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 Uh, but uh this the the, oh you're getting you're gonna love the second half of of the destructions we've got the the hot feud of chase owens versus tonga loa to look forward to and you know other things which <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> as we go <laughs> and other but uh you know i'm still reeling from forgetting two episodes ago the uh professionalism so i'll do it now mr guy and that there is uh ways people can contact us if they wish to i'm on the x tweety the tweety x the uh you know the x the dx that's uh, at grumpy2eb mr guy is at truce for tweets Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. And if you want to send us a written or voicemail, you can. Never Open Pod <gasps> at gmail.com. So uh, you got a bit of that Sasha Banks money. Uh, kick it our way. We have a Teespring store. You'll get merged. That'll make you look <gasps> never as fuck. Yeah. Yes. That sounds good to me. You know, yeah. um, all those things. Uh Man, so we got one destruction show to talk about, but there is some news, and, and it's not all related to destruction. Um, this is kind of future news, but we have learned that uh, Godo, his body is failing him, his weak, weak body, and he is hurt, and he is going to miss some shows. So uh, that's that's sad face emoji. Um, but uh, less sarcastically, uh, Tai Chi has requested some time off. You know, just uh, before the uh, big other big destruction gets destroyed. So uh, he wants a little time off. And um, yeah, New Japan has come out and officially said that they apologize to fans who were looking forward to seeing both wrestle. They appreciate our understanding, yours and mine, Luke. I thought it's a legit break. I thought like a part of Tai Chi was like so heartbroken from uh, what what happened. And uh, we'll get into that, that uh, he was just like, I need a break. I need to yep. I need to build up my my uh, YouTube Twitch following or something. <laughs> he had that like he did have a a, a date with my Iwatami and uh, that I believe that's who it was and oh my god it did not go well for for a Tai Chi unfortunately poor Tai Chi uh, and it tai definitely chi. definitely needed more Doki though that video. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I love that video I'm on a date 
and just around the corner, Doki sticks his head out. Oh my god, that's amazing. That was a different a different date that Tai Chi yeah. went on. <laughs> we cover Tai Chi on goes on lots of dates, everyone. <laughs> yes, he, he should, does. Being the uh, holy emperor, he's very dateable. Well, hey, whether it's with a lady or it's with you know his best friend to the sumo, you know he's going on that's dates, right. guys. So bamboozling uh, Kojima's brain <laughs> with the sumo wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke, that's not the only news. We also have a big show coming up in the Englands, and it's called Royal Quest 3, and they announced some matches for that, right? They did. So I'll run through some stuff. We've got uh, El Desperado versus Trent Seven. We've got uh, Yota Suji versus Luke Jacobs. I don't know him, but uh, I'm sure he's good. Uh, we have... Hiroshi, excuse me, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Eddie Kingston, and Michael Oku versus a, it's Hanare, Jeff Cobb, and a TJP. And uh, we also we also have uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Shingo. So like, holy fuck! <laughs> Always great, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you got that, and then uh, well. Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. I'm sure that'll be a, a mid-match. <laughs> you know it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's always awesome. And and yeah. that show, apparently, the way it's going to work is it will not be live on New Japan World. It'll be available Ooh. right after. You can watch it on whatever the, you know, the, like, Rev Pro streaming thing is. But oh, I'm, right. I'm not doing that. So, um, but, uh, yeah, Michael Oka, really good. Like, he's one of those guys that's, like, so when's he getting signed? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just one of those guys that's like, I thought like two years ago we were going to sh- see him somewhere big. But uh, still here we are a couple years later just waiting. A lot of wrestlers like that. I wonder if it has anything to do with the log jam at the top of all of the indies and TV uh <laughs> You know, uh, speaking companies firing everyone. So speaking of uh, log jams and uh, things that make you happy, that's, that's a nice little segue to uh, a match that's happening at Wrestle Dream. That's yeah. Eddie Kingston, because, uh, you know, see, segue, you know, because he's not doing indies that much anymore, you know, see mm-hmm. uh, what I did there? Anyway, uh, Eddie Kingston versus Katsuyori Shibata will happen at uh, the Wrestle Dream show. Uh, For the titles, too. Yeah, so you know he's winning because, you know, he's still got a Hanare match coming up. I have not forgotten everyone booking wrestling for the next month or two. Where's that Hanare match? <laughs> Even Hanare is like, where's the fucking match, bro? Yeah. I don't want a match. I don't know if he says bro that much, but I do. So uh, that's me talking for him. I'm sure he'll appreciate that and won't beat me up. <laughs> but, uh, yes, that match is going to happen. And also, hey, there's another Zack Sabre Jr. match uh, announced for that show with uh, Daniel Bryan. I'm sure that will be. Yeah. Pretty decent too. We talked a little bit about that last time and my my wild theory about how That's right. Daniel Bryan's gonna win that match, but we'll see what happens. Um also um just to open the fantasy dream book a little bit, um, because we have some news that's kinda like not news, but it is news and it could be news, so we're gonna fantasy dream book about it. And that Let's is that uh, two people have become free agents uh or about to become free agents, and it's just kinda like <laughs> hmm. So one of them is Yuya Uemura. They did Feaster Fired on Impact, and he was fired, which usually means someone's really leaving the company, um, and he's announced that he's left the company, so good for him. I think he has a few, <laughs> a few more matches that are going to air that are taped, but other than that, he's gone. 
And then Nakajima has decided to leave Noah as of like a couple days from now. And uh, we'll talk about how that could impact, uh, no pun, well, pun intended, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling coming up. So that's uh, interesting stuff. Well, you have to imagine like one of them is definitely coming back to New Japan, like guaranteed. And the other one is uh, you or more. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So Yuya, it'll be great to see him again. But uh, oh, my God, I would love to regularly watch Nakajima matches. That'd be awesome. Uh, that'd be, yeah. So I hook yeah. it up to my veins. I mean, like to see him kick the shit out of half the uh, New Japan roster. Why not? We'll close the fantasy dream book for now, but I, I'm going to keep it, keep my finger, you know, in that spot because I think that we're going to open it up again a little later, maybe. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. And we are talking about uh, the destruction show, everyone. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it, but uh, we are at the, uh, the Kobe World Hall, which I, I hope is still standing after the show. That, yeah. that happened. Get it, you know, because things get to destroyed. But yeah, <laughs> all right. So uh, as, as Mr. Guy is wont to do, he'll either give us some info on the building or some, maybe some one-star reviews. And uh, he sent me one. And I know he has one. Should we should we go straight into the uh, <laughs> one-star yeah, reviews? Yeah, let me. Well, well, let me do mine first. Now, last week um, we used we did uh, three star Google reviews because there were no one star Google reviews, and I thought, oh well, maybe we'll go back to that. But there was over two, you know, almost three thousand reviews of this place to choose from, and it didn't take me long to find what we needed in the one star reviews. So um, you can't sort by three star reviews. You can only sort by best or worst, recent past, stuff like that. But uh, here is uh, the first one I came across, which I found amusing. <laughs> And it goes a little something like this. This hall is used by Jehovah's Witnesses for conventions. One star. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was pretty good. I mean, enough said, right? People knocked on my door last week, and they're here at the arena. They're following me one star. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! All right, I got one. Uh, it's about the same length as yours, but uh, we'll, we'll get through it. <laughs> I, I paid a lot to see. Bleh. I'm sorry. I mean, I paid a lot to see Bjork. Sat on a fold-out chair, tied to the one beside me, with zero seat padding. The arena needed a lift because we were way too low on the ground from the stage. Bathrooms were not absolutely enough. I can't. I can say the staff were doing their best, and it was an amazing show. But the venue was beyond questionable. <laughs> this is my first time ever leaving anywhere a bad review. I'm star. <laughs> They've never left a bad review before, but man, that Bjork concert pissed them off. Man, they hate sitting on the fucking floor, don't they? Holy shit. <laughs> I like the complaint about the chairs tied together. Because we've seen that before where they like throw a wrestler into the chairs and all the chairs are, you know, are like connected. Yeah. So it just doesn't work. And it's like, man, I do. I've been to wrestling shows where they have the connected chairs and it's like they say an ass every 18 inches, more like every like 15 and a half inches. No, thank you. Is there like, do people just like take the chairs? Like, is that the, is that the, the issue here? It doesn't matter what crowd you like. If we don't take... If we don't tape these 20 chairs up in this section of the arena, 
five or six of them will go missing and uh, we won't be allowed to do shows in the Kobe World Hall anymore. I think it's uh, it makes them easier to, to put in a line. You know, I think it's it's, you know, it's a straight line when you connect them like that. But uh, but Luke, how do you feel about Bjork? Actually, I feel like it's just busy work for young lions. All right, young lions. If, oh, you finished early. Fine. Tie all the fucking chairs together. Uh, how do I feel about Bjork? Uh, I like some of her songs, but I wouldn't say, like, I'm a huge fan. She's, she's got some good music. What about you? You're the biggest Bjork fan there is. No, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know anything about her personally, but, like, her... <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm talking about. That song is fucking tremendous, man. So when I was a kid, that song Army of Me came out and they had that amazing video where it's like a giant teddy bear running around and shit, you know, and that song is so fucking powerful. And I was like, I'm buying this CD and I, I still have it somewhere. So I bought Post and man, that album is incredible like every song on it is just bonkers good and it's got quiet on it which is just so good i i don't know about the rest of her music but that album oh my god so good nice man i didn't think i'd be talking bjerk today i kind of wish i'd done some homework but uh, <laughs> like hey I'll, s- I'll send you some links because that i mean that album i'm telling you man it's it's just got every song has like a it, what's music supposed to do just like wrestling it's supposed to make you feel and all those songs like she doesn't like some songs have barely any words and like it just evokes this feeling i don't know it's really good hits well, me speaking of things that evoke feelings and i don't know when you would have a uh, chance to discuss this mr guy on your other podcast but oh, uh yeah oh my goodness see i'm only def- disappointed that the po- that, that heels is cancelled only because, like, I enjoyed listening to you and your buddies talk about it on the Road Home from Wrestling podcast, everyone, if you want to hear the Heels coverage. Uh, I never watched it because you were just like, nah, this is dog shit, don't bother. And uh, I didn't. (laughs) It's not Yellowstone goofy. It's, like, just... I mean, yeah, it it, it can be. I feel your pain, like, oh, this episode's 50 minutes and there's, like, five seconds of wrestling and the whole thing. Oh, what's the point? Well, it ended ended on a massive cliffhanger, and like um, you know, it's just one of those things where it, it got canceled, and everybody's upset about it. But you know, I'm trying to find. There's a quote that uh, I think kind of sums it up, and it, it's it's a it's a Hunter S. Thompson quote, and I can't quite find it, but it's something along. He's describing his um his uh, lawyer, and he's talking about how you know he was he was one of God's like um you know test test the runs you know not ever considered for mass production because he was just a high-powered mutant you know and <laughs> that's how i feel about that show it's like you know is it too weird what's he he says it's too too uh too weird to live and uh too 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 bad to live too weird to die something like that and that's how i feel about that show it was really weird at times and really bad most of the time highly entertaining but oh my God, I, I just feel like people should just, just watch the finale. Just steal it. Watch <laughs> it. Watch it somewhere by other means. Watch the finale and you'll be like, what the fuck this show? <laughs> so um, it is over now. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, having a lot of fun having people contact me and say, hey, did you know he also canceled? <laughs> my goodness. Look, the person I feel the most for in all of this is the fact that like CM Punk has now lost two jobs in a month. <laughs> Poor guy. 
what's he gonna do? I'm sure he's I'm sure he's gonna run out of money in no time uh, to yeah, pay the bills well, and stuff. But he'll flee somebody for it. He'll write a comic book, you know, or he'll, or he'll do a you know a convention, something like that. But uh, yeah. but Luke, we watched this show a little differently, uh, meaning not heels, meaning uh, destruction and Kobe. We watched this a little differently because we both realized. No one's probably going to be up for this, so let's just watch it at the same time. We watched it directly after the show, um, but we watched it together so we could kind of, you know, have that same live experience without, you know, uh, uh, the, I don't know, without live the experience. Of, yeah, without the live experience. <laughs> so, and, uh, and we had Chris and Kevin live via satellite, which was, you know, I... I kind of didn't notice after a while, but it was a little weird, you know, so. It was very weird. That was good to hear them, though, but uh, I will admit that when I rewatched a few matches and a few bits and pieces just to, you know, keep some stuff fresh in my brain, I, I always, if I have to go over something a second time or feel like I just want to because it was, like, awesome, I'll do the Japanese just so I can get a bit of a different feel for it and all that kind of stuff. But, I did uh, the same yeah. thing. You know, the same thing. And like, man, those Japanese announcers, sometimes they know what moves coming, man, a mile away. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, take it easy over there. You know, there was like a, a pumping bomber with Shinko. I was rewatching that match. And, and he's like, he's looking at the ropes. He hasn't even hit him yet. And the guy's like, pumping bomber. And I'm like, wait a second. You know? it's, it's a, they, yeah, it's right. It's like Kevin only does that a couple times. He might do it for death. De right. Whereas the Japanese uh, commentary will just be like, La Larian, Baxabamba, Danger. Yeah, they'll, um, Everything's a brain yeah. buster, too. Everything's brain a brain buster. buster. Yeah. So. I love their passion, though. It's fucking awesome. awesome. And uh, I, I know when they're saying that is or this is. So I'm, I feel like they're saying, like, this is insane. Like, especially when I heard that in uh the main event which we'll we'll talk about when we get to it but uh let's let's start off with uh well the first match mr guy and it's uh tiger mask and kevin knight uh, i guess kushida's not coming down for this show versus uh dan maloney the driller killer and 100 proof clark connors so I like that. I like setting in the uh the junior champs back i kind of forgot that they were junior champs not no offense to them but some reason I just had it in my brain. It was still catch twenty two, because uh, you know I liked him. Anyway, it's really nice to see that uh, the drill is not covered in tape and he doesn't look like he's a broken down uh, junior. So we actually, <laughs> actually got to, got a really nice uh, feel for what he can do when he's not just going ah oh, fuck I signed up for this and I'm in pain for a month, which is uh, pretty nice. Kevin Knight though, he starts the night off right. By going straight for the uh, Kanemaru Gambit. This is the uh, diving junior variation. So the uh, Bullet Club boys are on the outside. And uh, about to walk into the ring. And Kevin's like, nah, fuck you, Bullet Club. And just dives on him. So I thought this match was a really good showcase to remind you that Kevin Knight is awesome. Dan Maloney's pretty damn good. And Clark Connors is awesome. Also, Tiger Mask is in this match. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I like Tiger Mask, but yeah, he's um he's a little broken and stuff, but uh, and he's also there to take the take the pin. Uh, I feel like the the messiest parts of this match all involved 
Tiger Mask. I feel sorry. I feel bad. But uh, the Ball Club boys, they do their finisher on the Tiger Mask for the win, and they beat down on Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart? God, I've got my... That's Kevin bad. Knight. My Kevin Knight. That's Sorry. Um, yeah, the Tiger Mask, one of the awkward things is that, like, so he... The mm. baby faces are going to hit this, like, oh, we're both going to hit a top rope move, like, back to back. But it's so dumb because it's Tiger Mask. He, he like, awkwardly <laughs> hits the giant arm drag off the top and to Maloney, and then Maloney just stands up like he got punched from John Cena. You know how John Cena <laughs> hits people with the five-knuckle shuffle and then they stand up? Like, why? They were just laying there. And so it was that thing where all of a sudden he stood up so that then he could get hit from something <laughs> – coming the other way from Kevin, which was kind of stupid. But, you know, it's funny. Bad psychology like that sticks out in New Japan. And it's like, ah, that's it really does. doesn't happen very often. So uh, also, I really pretend the uh, really like the good psychology of the, um, you know, bad guys, uh, Bullet Club, taking the belts and pretending that they're it's their penis. So that's good. <laughs> I like that. So I think that's so funny every time. Anyway, so next, uh, Luke, we have just three guys. It is Sonata, Doki, and Takamichinoko, Machinoku, whatever his name is, versus Evil Dick <laughs> and Yujiro. So um, just three guys attack, and uh, one of the plates falls off the belts, and I don't know which belt it is, and that's kind of awkward. And poor Taichi, or uh, excuse me, was it Sonata, holds it up like, what the fuck, man? So the bad guys take over after some shenanigans and they beat just three guys up on the outside and all over the place. It's typical H.O.T. stuff. And every time just three guys get momentum, House of Torture cheat or they use numbers and uh, Taka and Dick Toka wrestle and it fucking rules. And it's like it's great because you got Kevin Kelly calling that. You know, and it's Taka and Dick Togo, and it's like, hey, it's but he says it's been like 20 some years or however long it's been since their <laughs> their whole angle, you know, because if you don't know the whole, you know, it's just, it's a stupid thing, but it's the whole choppy my PP thing or whatever that like Kevin Kelly was the guy that interviewed them during that, and it's so funny that it is him. But anyway, so just uh, three guys they use teamwork and oh Taka hits the. A Michinoku driver for the win on Dick Togo. And we hear Taka's music and it's unfamiliar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It was weird seeing it. A Zack driver uh, on, uh, on Dick Togo. And it worked for the finish. So that double Taka. thing. Look, there's one part that made me fucking laugh. And it was... Uh... <laughs> Yujiro's just like, I'm going to kick Doki really hard in the fucking face. Boom! And then, then they get outside. Uh, Yujiro must have felt bad because he's like, oh, I'm going to lightly throw you into the railing, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So yes, uh, that was pretty cool. wonder if any more interesting things will happen with uh, both these teams later on. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see, yeah. Yeah. But uh, next we have uh, David Finley, Chase Owens, Gato, and uh, the War Dogs. That is Alex Co- uh, Alex C. And, yeah, Gabriel Kidd. He's a madman, bruv. He is a madman. And uh, they're versing El Fantasmo, Jado, Hikaleo, Tamatonga, and Tongaloa. All right. 
So this is the third hot start in a row. Like, uh, all right, we're going to start all the all the matches like this. So, all right, let's 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 do it. Just just jump the people and attack them. Hey, by the way, the never champ open champion is here. Hey, our champion's here. Oh my god! Yay! Who's he going to feud with? Oh, still Tamatonga. Come on! I'm the <sighs> champion. Yeah. I like seeing Finley saving uh, Gato from Jado's revenge. He was about to get like that uh, Randy Orton style DDT. But uh, this match is okay. Uh, <clears throat> probably needed a lot more El Fantasmo to make it uh, kind of funny and fun. Uh, needed a definitely a lot more Gabriel Kid because like I just want more Gabriel Kid. And there are some bright spots like I. Th- I feel like what the little taste, little tease we get of Alpha Tasman and Hikaleo teaming up. I feel like we're going to get a lot of that in about a month's time, and uh, I'm okay with that. That's that's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. Look, on a show filled with hot feuds and things I'm interested in, this feud's fucking stale as fuck, and I'm ready for everyone to start wrestling other people big time. Uh, and there's a gun stun on Gato for the win. Poor Gato. <laughs> there was a couple of cool things that happened in this match is that we see the teamwork, as you mentioned, between Hikaleo and ELP. And Hikaleo takes the war dogs and fucking he grabs them both by the throat and just chokeslams them out of the ring, basically over the ropes. And so then ELP looks around. He looks at Hikaleo. He, Hikaleo helps him bounce to the top rope so he can hit a moonsault on him to the floor. Great. That's Absolutely. great. You know, it's like, and, you know, I, I didn't even notice that Hikaleo kind of did nothing on that, uh, you know, moonsault thing. He's like, I'm helping. And I love that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I thought that shit was awesome. And, uh, you know, I hate seeing Gato get pinned, though. That's disappointing because, I mean, you know, he should be champion. But anyway, um, so next, Luke, we have Le- the triumphant return of Leo Rush teaming with his partner, Yo, versus Bushi and Hiromu. And, um, you know, new music, new look for Leo Rush. I got to say, I really like it. You know, um, I don't like guys constantly changing that kind of thing. It's annoying, but this is probably the best version. Like his song is like a real entrance song. It's not like, you know, it like takes forever to get going and slow. It's like a real song that like hits right away. His ring gear looks awesome. So it's good to see him back and him and Hiromu do amazing fast wrestling. And it's like, it's funny. Cause you know, backstage Newman is like watching that, like, man, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Let me, I want to be in that, but uh, he's not. So uh, then yo gets a turn <laughs> with the champ and it's very good. And uh, then Leo's back in uh, all the while, awesome moves and crazy sequences happening right and left. Hiromu and Leo do all the moves and all of the reversals to those moves and then reverse those reversals. Bushi gets in. He gets some of his shit on Leo Rush. He keeps drop kicking Leo Rush's leg, and it's like, yeah. And the, the camera misses a really cool dive from Bushi. And there's a couple times tonight the camera guys just completely missed stuff. And there was a weird angle they were using on one of the like one of the cameras that was like, what is this? So I was a little bummed about that, but it is what it is. Now, listen, this is kind of interesting. So you know how Leo Rush and Yo, they do that thing where they roll across the ring and then they, you know, and like they always get buried by English commentary. Like, oh, is it going to work this time? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, they do that. And so uh, Bushi and Hiromu are like, 
we can do that. So they do this like double rolling German suplex thing that's like <laughs> way cooler. Sunset German suplex ball. <laughs> it's so awesome and way cooler <laughs> than whatever Chaos could ever do. So, uh, and it's kind of like a fuck you to Chaos too, which I like that. So Yo hits a great super kick on Hiromu. Rush hour, final hour, 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 and the hours of the day boot on Bushi for the win. Kind of a flat finish. Like the crowd was like, what? Oh at the finish but that's i i i read someone um somebody had attended the show and they were talking about how that they you know that this is a naito crowd and they kind of don't give a fuck about anything but naito and so i don't know and, and lij so i think they were kind of pissed that lij lost this match because they were just real quiet here just like oh yeah don't care about that don't care for that yeah gotta keep the Mr. Yo, hot. <sighs> but he didn't get the pin, so it was uh, Leah Rush getting the, you know. Yeah. His like, triumphant I'm ha- return and getting some shit in, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a triumphant return. Boo! We want L.I.J. Yes, uh, but uh, next we have Tomohiro Ishii and Kazuchika Okada versus Bad Dude Tito and Zack Sabre Jr. Is this the first time it's just been Tito and Zack Sabre Jr.? I don't know for sure, but uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. Like uh, Tito and uh, Ishii collide, and uh, Ishii wins like a a suplex battle, because of course he does. (laughs) Tito even hits a cool blockbuster on uh, on Okada at some point. I like Tito versus both of these guys. It's kind of fun. Uh, Ishii and Zack Sabre Jr. also move as fast as uh, Callum does, almost. It's kind of like a blur. It's just like these guys just know each other and know how they know how they move. I know, and look, I know Zack Sabre Jr. has tapped Ishii out before, but uh, it's still rare to see Ishii tap out. So uh, I kind of expected him to do that this time because Zack Sabre Jr. had him twisted up, had his arms trapped, everything. I thought, oh, Ishii's fucked, but no, uh, Okada made the save. And uh, in a match like this, I know Zack Sabre Jr. got the uh, win over Ishii the other night. But uh, I expected Tito to lose here. It's kind of like you see B- Bushi Hiromi versus Leo Rush and, uh, yeah. and and Yo, and you just know, and everyone in the crowd knew as well <laughs> <laughs> that Bushi was losing one star. So uh, <laughs> so you, you you look at it here and you're like, all right, bad dude Tito's obviously getting getting jobbed out here. But no, the uh, trapping Okada pin. On Ishii by Zack Sabre Jr. What do you call an Okada roll if you don't do the rolling part? You just like do it standing or the other guys just laying on the mat and do it. Is that still an It's like a bridging uh, stack pin is what I called it. So because yeah. uh, he bridges, but it's like it's more like that Euro clutch pin than it was, you know, a normal yeah. pin. So it was like a bridging Euro clutch. I don't know. It was wild. But uh, I thought there was a part in this match where like Zack Sabre Jr. and Okada are in there. And Zack Sabre Jr. is doing that thing where he's just climbing around on Okada, like reversing hold for hold. And like, it's just like, it's just some of the best wrestling you'll ever see when they do that shit. It's so cool. So we got to see that. And this uh, match also had a story element, Luke. And that is the TMDK now want a shot at the six man titles, even though That's true. they weren't six men in that match and i don't know but um but they're like yeah we want we want all those belts so <laughs> i'm so confused about the six-man titles but now we got that going on so oh my um, god 
I am yeah. too, Mr. Guy. Let's have a best of seven series. By the way, have they had any more matches? When's the third match? Are they all on house shows? Is the last match going to be televised? What's going on there? But what do they get? I don't know, but it's a six-man feud. we got this team going for the six-mans, but wait, one of them's a champion who, funnily enough, was also going to have another title match against somebody else at a different show for a different title as well. What's going on? And no offense to Zack Sabre Jr., I don't want to see with that stank belt. Uh, and no offense to the other team, DK members, but I'd rather see Tito, Haste, and Mikey have that stank yeah, belt. Yeah, that sounds more... That, like that sounds a bit more... A, bit, a little better for me because, like, Zach, Zach doesn't need that. He's already, like, whooping ass with this TV title. So, like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, what did you think, Luke, of this hilarious video package that we get <laughs> to set up this next match? What? Just please describe this for the listening audience. <laughs> By the way, uh, I love this video package. Also, I just want to point out before we even start this, we got worked big time uh, by uh, – by one gentleman in this match, and and uh, we'll get to it. But the music package is incredible. It's like a cowboy and western version of the Tetris theme. Yeah. Very which... accurate. That's a very accurate description. <laughs> like I was shocked when I saw that on my like uh, you messaged me that I was like, wow, did you write this? That is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Can I, can I? But this, can I, this video, it seems like it's like I was trying to get you to describe the video, but oh, it's yeah. it's it's a hilarious video package where it seems like show is the baby face like in the video. And it's like <laughs> this goofy music where he's getting screwed over and he can't believe it. And the rules to the match are explained. <laughs> and it's like it's just clearly it seems like it's, you know, if I. If everything, if I had to base on who was going to win by this video package, I would have said show for sure, you know. Um, but, uh, but Luke, yes, the next match is the King of Pro Wrestling. Everyone is handcuffed to each other. Title match. <laughs> it's show versus Tai Chi with just five guys and, uh, excuse me, just four guys and House of Torture are, uh, you know, ringside. Now, Luke, you love this match. Can you describe for me? Tell me about the like handcuffing stuff at the beginning before we get into the match. Cause this is pretty fun. Uh, you know, Doki drew the fucking short straw. Didn't don't you? <laughs> Cause he had to get fucking handcuffed to Pimpy the whole time to Yujiro. So, you know, before the match starts, we've got to see uh, Dick Togo getting cuffed and it takes a while for the cuff to get on him, but he's cuffed to Taka Michinoku and he's near. They're they're sitting in one corner near, in, of the railing area near the near the uh, corner post. And then on another one, you've got Sonata, of course, handcuffed to Evil because they're feuding. Of course, that like, come on, man, it's wrestling. It's just it's poetry. It rhymes. And then of course, you've got poor Doki in the uh, in the third corner, uh, yeah. handcuffed to uh, Yujiro. Now, uh, all of the how, uh, all of the uh, House of Torture guys are wearing the brand new House of Torture shirt, which is uh, white with, you know, you've all seen everyone watching this. And not, if you notice on the arm, you know, on the arm of New Japan shirts, they'll have like a little logo and stuff like that. Yeah. The logo on the shirt says House of Torture. It does not say anywhere on that shirt, Bullet Club. Oh, and 
I like that. Like, uh, I, I didn't mind when they started off being like a bit of a subset of Bullet Club, but this Bullet Club we have now, that's like all war dogs for real, bruv. Um, they kind of don't fit in this group. That's true. Because uh, so, they're too Memphis-y rather than, uh, me- you know, memphis heels rather than badass. Oh, and uh, Just Five Guys. Come on, man. What are they wearing? I can't steal that from you. What are they, what are so, they going on? Yeah, they're wearing matching tracksuits, which are Drusifer approved, uh, just to let everybody know. So that's very important. <laughs> now, the, it's it's so the refs all come out, too. All the refs come out to help handcuff these guys. And it's like part of it is they have to be handcuffed to their opponent or their, you know, their person they're feuding with. The other part is they have to sit quietly. Like, that's kind of like, it seems like they have to sit quietly. And it looks like two people, like two kids that were fighting at recess that are sitting next to each other in the principal's office, having to sit next to each other and not, like, attack each other. That's that's what they all look like. And Evil, in particular, is just playing it up so much that he's so mad he has to sit there. And it's tremendous. I love that so much. So... The other part of the stipulation that's announced is that if anyone gets free, all right, Tai Chi wins the match. So which <laughs> is so funny. So so you're expecting someone to show up with a key or something like that. And uh, here we go. The bell rings, all right? And show is fucked. And so he realizes he's fucked and he tries to run to his friends, but he can't free them, you know, and, and he figures out ways to cheat anyway. It's fun to see the House of Torture guys try and help, all right? <laughs> but they're being held back, you know, by their respective handcuffed opponents. So it, it's good. So uh, House of Torture, they blatantly hold Tai Chi back on a count out at the, at the com- which is bullshit. It's right from the commentators. commentators. And uh, they rightly call out Kenta Sato for being dumb there because Kenta Sato's looking at them hold him, you know, and he's like, you know, it, it's just, it's a pretty dumb spot. But anyway, he does refuse to count a pin, though, for a show after he, uh, you know, was choking <laughs> Tai Chi. So we get ex- exposed turnbuckle, but Tai Chi responds with an axe bomber for a double down. Tai Chi and Sonata throw evil into the guardrails, and Abe takes a massive bump, and he sells dead to the delight of the crowd. It's so funny. When when the, they show his face on the camera, like up on the big screen, just dead. The crowd's like, <laughs> 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 it's, like it's so great, man. It's like this real polite laughter. Um, but uh, there is an absolutely huge dangerous suplex, and the pants come <laughs> off. It looks like he's suplexing a cat. It was insane, you know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Tai Chi then uses the exposed turnbuckle for his advantage to his advantage and hits a massive gamaguri. But Kenta Sato is distracted. Huge buzzsaw kick. I mean, like, like I think he's dead. You killed him. But then chump bump, powder to the face of Tai Chi, all right? Exposed turnbuckle, low blow. Show gets the spanner. And then, Luke, what happens? Tell me who interferes in this match. Okay, so, by the way, I just want to say, if, like, if the war dogs are dogs, then House of Torture are definitely cats, by the way. You just... Uh, put that in my brain just now but who comes out someone whose leg is nowhere near injured or anything like that it is yoshinobu katamaru and you you did message me and say i wonder if katamaru will come out yeah you were right and and in my brain i hear bobby heenan's voice saying but which side is he on (laughs) 
thankfully no one says it out loud like a spoiler <laughs> thanks bobby heenan <laughs> but katamaru comes out crowds cheering they're like yeah fuck you fucking house of torture because you know they only got four members well there's just five guys mm-hmm. oh my god katamaru has got a whiskey bottle he takes a sip and turns and spits it right in taichi's face Hits him with the. I know. I'm messaging you as this happens, going, no, what the fuck? I hate this. I love this. What's going on? <laughs> That's what Cause... it is. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love both these factions. And I just saw one. I saw a guy betray one of my favorite factions to join my other favorite. Oh my God. It's just, I just, I fucking love wrestling. I love New Japan. And. He's, he's the heel master. You think he wants to be a face all this time? Get out of here. He's perfect for House of Torture, Katamaru. What a prick. Oh, my God. And it now oh shows that someone to tag with during Junior Tag League, you know? So, yeah, oh. but isn't Dick Togo. So, you know, that was really good. Uh, so, the brain buster on him, too. Yeah, yeah. And then Shock Arrow on Tai Chi, and show becomes the King of Pro Wrestling champ. He hits every, uh, you know, there's Suntory surprises to everybody. Uh, you know, uh, Kanemaru does that and then uncuffs all the ha- House of Torture guys. And Doki and Sonata and Taka are handcuffed to the ropes as House of Torture just fuck up Taichi right in front of them. And Evil gets on the mic and he's like, oh, yes, Sonata, you wanted that lumberjack match stipulation. Well, now that it's five on four, yeah, I think I'll accept that. Sounds good, right? You know, I I thought that was so funny and like so well done. And this is a tremendous angle. It's great. You know, um, I'm I'm I love it. And so this led to some speculation about who will, you know, because right now, if you look at it's so great. If you look at all the New Japan, like future matches and stuff, it says just four guys now on all the all the, uh, you know, like telling you which factions which doesn't say just five guys anymore because that doesn't exist so you know there's been some speculation now luke uh you know there's been some obvious names out there which we'll talk about but let's talk about a not obvious name all right that i'm sure i could find out if this is real or not but i just want to speculate because it was my my speculation from the very beginning that just five guys is just a reason to get super tall dude in new japan so i'm just saying <laughs> super tall dude comes out and fucking destroys people that would be amazing and they think about how to torture trying to fuck with him that would be so great so that's that's my uh prediction but there's some other names out there right luke oh i'd love for Taka to bring in rena Abe, man that'd be awesome but yes of course we were mentioned them at the top of the show we obviously you or more could be a, a choice for for just five guys and uh I, I don't see it. Like I think it'd be awesome, but I don't think they'd go this way with uh, with Nakajima. But uh, Nakajima is also a potential for for just for, uh, just five guys. So they've got options here if they want to add another guy to the faction. Also, I just want to say that like anyone who bought a just four guys T-shirt. Hey, <laughs> you're like fuck oh, you, Kevin. Kevin Kelly, suck it. <laughs> Taka was, was right. Uh, buy, buy all the t-shirts. That's right. You already buy. You know, it's fine. It's not. Wasn't a, an insult, you know. But, so. uh, it's not only that. Like when Katamari does the uh, Santori surprise on Taichi, 
He then turns around and rips off his T-shirt, which is like a Just Five Guys shirt. And underneath is the white House of Torture T-shirt. So, yes, it is confirmed. He is a House of Torture guy. He fits. Like, he just does. And besides, we got we got face Katamaru for about a year, so it's all good. Like, we yeah. can... Go, time to go back to normal. <laughs> He's the heel master. He doesn't want to change his uh, axe handle to a face master or anything. Like, get out of here. Okay. I don't know. I'm just... Man, I just want to keep talking about evil uh, and uh, House of Torture versus... We got uh, more awesome stuff to oh, talk about, though. Yeah, we, we do. All right, so next we have Team Abishamon, which is Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Versus Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols. Now, uh, the start of this match uh, makes me laugh a little bit, Mr. Guy, because it has Yoshihashi and Mikey Nichols loudly hitting each other. You know Yoshihashi style. Ah! <laughs> it's almost like, you know, Oi from uh, Just Just Step Out. That's 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 Yoshi every time he chops. Ah! Whoa. Maybe he just so, really uh, likes her. He just loves that wrestler. From just I feel like I feel like uh, Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste definitely have like good wrestling skills, but also a little bit of the uh, take the piss because uh, Mikey's hitting him back going ah! Ah! too. I don't know if he's just matching Yoshihashi. I was just like yeah, all right, but uh, it was it made me laugh. I really. <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> Don't know why. Chumpy's in this match, by the way. He's refing. And uh, there's one moment in this match where uh, Shane Haste, he does this awesome drop kick right into Yoshihashi's fucking mush. So, and uh, Mikey Nichols, I guess it's a thing that he does now because earlier in the match, uh, Goto's on the mat. Uh, Mikey grabs his legs so uh, Haste can uh, do a move on him, spins him around, and... Bang! Hits him with another another move there. We we like both it. like that that spot. It's really cool. It's it's kind of like it looks like a simple move, but not something like we see all the time. Like, oh, that's really cool. I like it. And <clears throat> this match is good. I th- I'd say everything gets great after from Tai Chi and Show onwards. This is probably like maybe my least favorite, but it's still a really good match. I had a great time. I think for me, the finish is probably not my favorite because like. I mean, I've got no problem with it. It's kind of gnarly and weird and strange for me to see Yoshihashi hit someone with a crucifix bomb for the for the pin. I know he's done that a couple of times, so but still always shocking. Like, holy shit. Yoshihashi's busting out moves that isn't like the the headhunter or the the karma attempt. I call it the karma attempt because like <laughs> when's the last time you saw it? <laughs> but uh it's solid stuff. Obviously, they're sold on Bishamon, and they don't want him to win World Tag League three years in a row, I guess. So uh, they're staying as champs because uh, Crucifix Bomb, one, two, three. And uh, Yoshihashi, hey, he gets his he gets his win back, which is pretty cool. Well, the, the story <laughs> here is different this time. The story is that Goto's the weak link, right? Yeah. So they're continuing that story. Even though Fisherman won, Goto's now hurt. You know, his body is failing him, his weak, weak What is it with tag teams body? in New Japan lately? What do you mean? Like, they keep getting injured. Well, 
Well, I think this is part of the story, I think. But, okay, cool. You know, um, but maybe he's really hurt. I've but seen. I mean, either way, his weak, weak body is failing him. And uh, <laughs> Yoshihashi has to pick up the slack. And that's what happened here. So I think that works. There was a really funny part where Yoshi hits a really crappy dive and he gets up to do a yeah from, you know, like a doki. <laughs> but it comes out like all of his yells. Ah! That's how it comes out. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That is not how you do that. So that was pretty funny. Um, also, I knew that I, I just was like, oh, no, the fishermen are winning. I kind of knew they were winning anyway. But I just yeah. uh, I as soon as like, like OK, so TMDK just starts shrug, shrugging off all of uh, fishermen's counters, all of them. Just like 10 of them in a row, like don't even work. And they just hit moves, hit moves. And I'm like, oh, these guys are fucking losing. <laughs> so because that's not they're not going to give you all that. And then you win. They're given all that because you're losing. You know what I mean? So I found that to be interesting. But uh, but yeah, that was a good match. And um, it's singles match time, Luke. And so we get a, a, a one that I, man, I really like this match. I wish the finish was different. But man, this match is fantastic. It's Shingo versus the great Okan. And yes, pretty, pretty goddamn never. Uh, you know, Alfred E. Newman is out with Great Ocon carrying the flag. <laughs> and, and it's pretty pathetic, man. Honestly, it's like this little tiny dude and Great Ocon's like giant. And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking crazy. And he's got this little white dude behind him. Like, yeah, I got a flag. Look at that. Um, so sure it's not Randy Newman then. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend. He has a song. I don't know if you. He has one of the most offensive songs ever, and it was like a big hit. I think it was his first hit. It's called. It's called Short People, and this in the the chorus is like Short People got no reason to live short people got no reason to live that's the chorus of the song <laughs> that's what oh, well, the song is all about mr andy uh as a short man uh obviously this podcast is over and uh, i've got no reason to live i'll just it's... message that to charity right now no reason to live bye Sorry, bro. you know poor chunky <laughs> anyway so uh Great Ocon, of course, he's like, oh, we got to attack before the bell. And it's so funny because he throws Marty Asami and Marty goes, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed so hard. Oh, man, that, that made me laugh so hard. And so and then everybody's calm and they call for. Yeah, it's like, OK, so Marty goes rolling away and does the whoa. And then he gets up and calmly calls for the bell. <laughs> Dust himself <laughs> off. OK, so. We go to the outside right away. Great Ocon uses a chair on Shingo. Back in the ring, Great Ocon grinds Shingo into the mat while Marty yells, Give up! Give up! <laughs> Dude, do you remember that time uh, Great Ocon was trying to force uh, Shingo to kiss his boot? Yeah, and he's and, like, and Chompy was like, Give up! Give up! I'm like, That's a submission move? <laughs> oh, man. So. Great Ocon just dominates Shingo, pun intended. It's great. And Shingo comes back, of course, after uh, stopping the sit-in-the-corner thing with a big DVD. Shingo loves Ska, and he tries a sliding deep, but Great Ocon catches him in a hold, and they trade big strikes. Heavyweight, strong-style pro wrestling. It's awesome. Big lariats. You know, Shingo catches Great Ocon's dominator arm and breaks it. And a made in Japan for two. Huge lariats. And a great, it's a great Ocon, but he doesn't go all the way down. He counters with the claw suplex for a big double down. It's fucking awesome, man. 
and uh, inverted TKO from Great Ocon after the torture rack spinning thing. It's insane. It's not, it's not the one we, you know, he has a couple of those spinning torture rack moves. This wasn't the the big one, you know, but this it's was a pretty a good one. So. torture rack yeah. uh, move, but it's not the <laughs> right, torture right. rack move we're always talking so, about. Yeah. And then, you know, commentary's got me pissed off here because they're like, we, you know, we got to see the real Great Ocon. And he hits a massive lariat here that just floors Shingo. And they're like, that's the guy that we need to see. It's like, just call what happens. But anyway, Great Ocon is the new Watto. So, yeah. So we have this amazing spot here where Great Ocon, he's trying to hit, like, get the claw, get the grip for the claw on Shingo. But that his claw hand's kind of fucked up because Shingo broke it. So he switches hands and does it with the other hand and hits an eliminator with that arm for two. Awesome. Awesome spot. I'm not sure commentary even caught that. That was a really cool little doohickey they did there. So I like that. Uh, and then Great Ocon gets a big power move, but it's countered into a huge DDT for a double down from Shingo. Both up for a huge Bouye spot. It, they just beat the fuck out of each other. It's fantastic. And then the claw from Great Ocon, but Shingo claws him right back. <laughs> oh, it's great. And then a straight jab from Shingo, and Shingo's down. Huge counters right and left. They just punch each other a million times. You, should know, <laughs> you know, it's so great. And like, you know, Marty, he should be yelling, give up at them at this point, but he's not. And uh, this part just rules. <laughs> Pumping bomber from Shingo, and he hits last of the dragon. Poor Great Ocon, but goddamn, can he put on a good match? This is fantastic. Yes, he can. Uh, I've been, we've been wanting him to. <clears throat> to uh, get a bit of a push for for a while. And I know we lost here, but this is kind of a, a, a push for him, I guess. I, I don't know. I want to see him. Where does he fit? Because, like, I feel like Empire have their tag team team. Oh, no, they've left. So maybe he's got, like, a spot there. I don't know. But uh, I want to see gold on this man. Maybe even some never gold. But... Uh, you know, this was the never open style match of the night. It was awesome. Great Khan, man, doing that dragon sleeper, but he's got the cloth hand all over Shingo's face and just hitting him with it. Man, that was awesome. Oh, oh my God. I, I, yeah. I saw the torture rack thing. I was like, he's doing the thing. Uh, he's all right. He's, he's got a Almost. few of those. Almost. That's right. But uh, yeah, it's just annoying. Like, Great Khan's like whooping all sorts of ass, and all I'm hearing is like, what a fucking loser. So, <laughs> I'm like, it's just like, my my theory is, Mr. Guy, is that uh, Kevin Kelly's son hit a growth spurt and uh, now he's as tall as Great Khan is. <laughs> and now Great Khan is the new, I don't like him because he reminds me of my son guy. <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps posting pictures with ladies. <laughs> it's getting annoying, you know? He keeps saving people's lives. You know, and hit me with the claw. See, that's the thing. That's the thing is that when your son gets big enough, he can put you, he can dominate you. So I think maybe that's what's going on is that Kevin Kelly's son is like, you know, bigger, as you said, now. And now he can dominate him. And he doesn't like Kratos Khan because of the domination, you know. That's right. He's a new man of the household. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, and he likes Mr. Vampire as well. So now let's go to this really cool match. It's always a great time. It is Naito versus Tetsuya Naito versus Jeff Cobb. And 
this is the match where I realize, okay, it's not the crowd, it's the fucking building, because every show we've seen for the last, I don't know how long, Mr. Guy, this year at least, wow, this crowd is dead. Naito comes out, and then they stay hot for the rest of the night. So, like, <laughs> they've obviously got to find a way to logically put Naito matches on early in the night, just in case people aren't going to be, like, hot for everything. Just put Naito Cobb on second, boom, crowd's hot for us tonight. But uh, it is louder in some respects because this is the match where I'm hearing, like, lots and lots and lots, like, every two seconds. Naito! 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 Hey, we did forget to mention the the fan that was so pissed at House of Torture, but he doesn't know how to boo. There was one fan in particular that was just going, boo, 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 boo like that. And it's like you sound like a cow. And it's like, no, you, they don't. No one's taught them. No one's taught them how to like, you're supposed to continuously boo, like just boo, you know. But uh, that guy was out of his mind. <laughs> and look, Naito could be the biggest Rudo ever in this match. And the crowd would be like, Naito! And Cobb could get all of his shit in and look spectacular. And it's, fuck you, fucking boo. In fact, uh, this is the perfect kind of opponent for Jeff Cobb to do in the crowd, for Jeff Cobb to do his, well, his kind of shtick, which is whatever you could do, I can do it too. You know, that uh, I'm going to steal moves and stuff from you. So he does a combination Cabron, a Cobb-bination Cabron. I'm sure it's been uh, made, that joke's been made. And the crowd's just like, oh, fuck you. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't like it. Uh, now, uh, <clears throat> Cobb's got some amazing suplex work. We all know this. But seeing some amazing Canadian suplex work, which is uh, just a supoyab. Really like seeing that. Uh, also, like seeing a one-armed stalling suplex, too. I'm like, no. Wasn't a... And, Dude, he does a one-armed F5000 with what? Like, what the fuck? That kind of replay. Oh, oh, it deserves it. Also, Naito, what are you doing? Dude! I mean, yeah, take those bumps because, like, that's what we pay for and we, we, we like that shit. But, like, this is only a few weeks after, like, Okada and Osprey two nights in a row where you, like... Wow. Yeah, you mad at yeah. Naito for taking bumps? Oh, That's what he no. does. I know, I know, but I just, I'm like, please, please don't die. <laughs> please be okay. I'll be alright. Uh, no, it was fucking awesome. I appreciate him taking all them fucking sick bumps. And, there's a, and man, as as you would say, Cobb's getting all his shit in, all his suplex moves. Naito's getting wailed on. But Tour of the Islands, no, Destino for two. And then another Destino for the win. Really cool match. It's a, another another nice little short singles match here because, you know, Billy and Yoda are going to go fucking mega long, which is going to be awesome. I don't know. I really liked it. Really cool stuff. Uh, Naito and Cobb have a lot of good chemistry. Did you feel at any point that, like, Naito, the character Naito, had any inkling that he wasn't going to win this match? Oh, look, I know the in-ring was trying to lead me to believe that he's just going to cop a beating and lose, but, uh, well, listen to the crowd. Uh, they want 
they want Naito to main event Wrestle Kingdom because he's their most over wrestler bar none. Uh, no offense to Mr. Jeff Cobb. Uh, there was no way he was winning this. <laughs> right. And, and like, I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm not pointing that out as a bad thing. I think that works perfectly with Naito's story right now. He didn't take this seriously at all. We saw he he made up his own stupid contract that had like a mistake on it and like a correction and stapled it to the fucking tote bag. You know, I mean, like he didn't give a shit about this. This was like, oh, so I have to wrestle someone for Wrestle Kingdom. OK, I'll do that. You know, that's what this seemed like. And I don't I don't think that hurts Jeff Cobb at all, because I feel no. like that right now Naito's unstoppable. And so getting in his way is just something that's going to get you knocked down. So. It, you know, this made Naito look awesome. It, Cobb looked amazing in defeat. And, um, you know, I don't know. I thought there's some really cool shit. I, I can't believe you didn't mention the reverse Rana from Naito, which is. Oh, really, yeah. You know, um, there was all kinds of good shit in this match. And, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I felt like that towards the end, some of the reversals weren't like perfect, but they were highly ambitious. So it's like when you, you know, when. Uh, like, for example, they're up on the top rope and Naito's, oh, I'm going to do the Super Rana. But no, first he goes up and tries to hit it. But Cobb actually tries to turn into a powerbomb. And then it's a Super Rana. All that happens as they're falling to the ground. And it's like, wow, that shit's amazing. So I highly ambitious match. They did a great job. And like you said, it was kind of short. It was about 14 or 15 minutes, I think. Um, and uh, this next match is the main event. Now, um so let's talk about the atmosphere for this match. Oh, I, you know, felt, felt like to me, this is kind of like, you know, as good as it gets, as far as like the crowd just being insane Great. for everything that happens. And they like, they pretty much were a draw. In fact, I think there was a few more people rooting for Suji than there were, uh, you know, Will Ospreay. What'd you think Luke? Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, it also helps that Naito was just, I just came out, and uh, Yoda Suji is a friend of Naito's, uh, so there is that factor of, of it there. So, uh, look, yeah. at, with the previous match, by the way, Naito versus Cobb, I'm glad it was short because, like, we both knew that Naito was winning, but it was also, you know, they got all this shit in. But, uh, yeah, uh, everyone's hot for Yoda Suji to get some gold or have some massive, awesome, super mega wins. And every crowd, I think, wants to be there when that happens for Yoda yeah. Suji. So that will go on absolutely insane for him, this match. Now you're watching, you see this match booked and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, Will Ospreay is going to win this. It's it's a UK title match. It's Will Ospreay versus Suji. Um, and, and yes, that is what happens. But oh my God, did they make me believe. And, you know, half of this match is really good. And then half of it is like top tier pro wrestling that really doesn't get much better than, you know, and that's what we oh, have. Thank God so. you said that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say half this match was good and the other half was mad. I was like, bet you for real. No, no. I mean, you know, it starts with Matt wrestling, you know, jockeying for position, all that stuff. And they run the ropes and do all the like fancy arm drags and flipping flippy shit and lucha stuff. And, you know, they're very similar, but like, you know, uh, it seems to me that uh, Will is more of like a Japanese-style U.S. Indies-inspired wrestler, whereas Suji seems to be a Japanese and Lucha-inspired wrestler. So I find that to be interesting. And Suji's in control, and he hits holds at big strikes before getting uh, chopped off the top rope by Will. And it's great because he's getting some shit in, and, and 
you know, Will's kind of like, ah, is that a, you know, wh- what's, what's that biting me? Oh, it's this bug. I'm going to chop it off the top rope, you know? So, and, and <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, he hits a really nasty plancha uh, from Will and, and we get a come on, which I thought was, I respected that. That was nice. So uh, Will, yeah. he, he gets thrown into the guardrails, but he hurdles the guardrails and comes back over for a big move that I, I think it was a forearm or something, but uh, back in the ring, it's big chops from Will and a few boot scrapes. And Suji, he, uh, <laughs> what is this? He, I don't know what this says. Oh, he catches uh, Will for a tiger mask, uh, like a uh, backbreaker deal, like the Tilted World backbreaker for a double down. Um, Suji hits a crazy looking side load Rana that was just insane. <laughs> I'm not really sure what that was. That shit was yeah. fucking bonkers. And then, <laughs> It's a Fosbury flop, and that gets a replay. The crowd's on fire. So Suji's moves are all fresh and new, and it's nice, you know, and Will makes them look amazing. So the crowd goes bonkers for Will as he hits a phenomenal forearm. Suji hits the first combo curb stomp of the match, um, and then he hits the corner version right after that. This shit looks so good, and and Suji's in control, man. Here we go. You know, no reversal, slum dog, uh, stun dog millionaire. Right from Will for a double down, and that shit is bonkers. Like that was fantastic, right? Woo! So now we're getting into the like, you know, I watched this again, and it's like it, it. The last like 15 minutes of this match go like this. They they go like so fast because it's it's just crazy. It's just insane big moves and and the craziest counters you've ever seen to those big moves being countered and but to those counters and. So we get this flying hidden blade of that kind of thing that sorts it sort of knocks down Suji and sets up a normal one, right? But there's reversals and more reversals and more awesome reversals. And Suji's feeling it after an orange crush, huge strikes, a perfectly dodged do, uh, do, time dodge right and left. Like all these dodges are so great. The speed's incredible. The precision is even more incredible. And they get a big beat Bouye spot from their knees and they stand up, you know, as they're fighting. Suji's winning and uh, Suji is, uh, but he's losing steam. All right. No. So, you know, a little bit and he smiles and fires back up and, and uh, to match Will's energy and Will hits crazy strikes. So they set up on the apron. Will tries all kinds of stuff, but gets rejected each time. He baits Suji. And this is an important part of the match because if we remember one of the big moves Suji was able to hit in their, uh, you know, preview tag was that like curb stomp off the apron to the floor. That's right. So, so he's got Will in that same position, and he looks at the crowd and smiles, and the crowd's like, "Yeah, fucking stomp his face in the ground." So he goes <laughs> for it. <laughs> he, he goes for it, and and he misses, and this sets up a, an os cutter from the ape into the floor that looks very ouchy for Will. Um, and Suji barely breaks the count out here and runs right into coast to coast. Reverse curb stomp after a huge knee strike. This is insane. Okay, so he's got Will down on his knees somehow. He hits like the, you know, like a big knee strike to him. It looks incredible. And so Will's kind of selling drunk, leaning backwards. And so instead of hitting a curb stomp going forwards, Suji hits a curb stomp going backwards. And it's such a more natural bump. And it looked incredible. And I was like, wow, that I've never even seen that. (laughs) Why, why have we never seen that? It's such a more natural way to do that move. And it works like so well. So that was great. 
the crowd is chanting Shoda, Shoda. And these two fight to the top and they switch positions for a big Spanish fly uh, from Will for two, Liger Bomb for two, Oscutter for two. He still keeps kicking out Stormbreaker, but no, it's countered into a stunner from Suji and he hits the spear and Will goes oh. flying. But he gets his foot on the ropes for two. And oh my God, that had us all. We were all Dude, fucking hooked. There. Everyone believed that spear. <laughs> I saw the spear and I'm like, no one kicks out of that. And to be fair, <laughs> that's still true. He had to get his foot on the ropes. And so that's still protected. I like that. But I saw that spear. The crowd saw the spear. You saw the spear. We're like, oh, that's it. That, this match is fucking done. That was awesome. Foot on man. the ropes. I'm like, oh. Wow. wow. <laughs> so it, is, it was great. So then. We get the world, I'm calling this the world's greatest curb stomp from Suji because he like hops to the first rope, then the second rope, then hits it. And then he picks up Will and hits Stormbreaker. Will lays on the ground. Suji is smiling because he just hit Stormbreaker. And behind his back where he can't see, Will is giving him the double birds. He's flipping him off with both hands like, fuck you. So... Here we are. We're setting it up. Big finish. Suji shoots in for a big spear, but he runs into Hidden Blade. Oh, no. So then Will hits a spear on Suji, and Suji gets up at one, and the crowd's like, oh, my God. So Will's like, well, I guess I have to kill you. Tiger Driver 93 for two. (laughs) I mean, Suji is so fucked at this point, but he stumbles towards towards Will, and he's smiling. And, you know, as if to say, I... I may have lost this, but I won, you know, and, and it's great because man, hidden blade Stormbreaker, will wins tremendous match. Like, wow. And there's stuff that happens after, of course, but like, what'd you think of this? This is, I mean, this is one of the best matches of the year. And I never say stuff like that. What a fucking star. Yoda Suji is. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, just like for a lot of this match, I was just like, oh yeah, obviously Osprey's winning this. He that Osprey, he's so hot right now. And then that's that spear just totally took me out of that mindset to be like, oh shit, that's it, that's it. He hit his move. It's this is over. So uh, they're they're making me believe with Yoda, and I feel like New Japan knows they can go and pull that trigger anytime they want and uh, give him that big win. So, uh, you know, uh, I feel like uh, they've got something with him. They know it. <laughs> and hopefully they oh, yeah. don't waste time capitalizing on it. So, uh, I don't know, man. This, this well, was a I mean, classic. He just main evented Destruction and Kobe and absolutely crushed it. So, absolutely. I mean, it's no, you know, just... no nerves, no shakiness, no oh, rust, dude. no nothing. This was just like, you, you wouldn't believe that Yoda Suji's only been around for like, you know, back for like a couple months doesn't wrestle like that at all he's got it he's got it all there he's got the character he's got the move set and he can go with new japan's top guys what more yeah. do you want oh man i'm i thought this was fantastic but, and yeah. uh you know I, I think it's it's appropriate that this was the main event because my god it was by far the best match on the card you know and uh, i loved it but uh, after the match we do have zach saber jr come out and these two talk in Japanese for quite some time. And I'm like, all right, cool. And, and like, Chris, Chris Charles is not telling us what they're saying. So I'm just like, I don't yeah, know what He's saying. really not happy. He's like, I didn't think I had to translate now. 
Well, you fucking yeah. do. So do it. <laughs> so eventually they, they quit talking in, in uh, Japanese and they speak American. And so I can understand them. And, uh, and they say, hey, we sure are going to wrestle at, at Royal Quest. And they attack each other. But it's just a couple reversals and no no moves land. You know, it's just like, oh, I almost got you. Which I thought was pretty fun. Absolutely. So uh, I guess, uh, you know, you have your arguably the two biggest uh, UK wrestlers wrestle each other at uh, New Japan's huge UK show. Makes sense to me. Uh, I look forward to New Japan coming to Australia and we get Mikey Nichols versus Shane Haste. But uh, <laughs> all right, I'm joking. But because no, Aussie versus Aussie, never mind. Yeah, look, incredible main event. We've got lots of time. Yoda Suji looks like a freaking star. It's an, and it's another in a string of Osprey matches that have happened this year that are absolutely fucking incredible. This is like like last week we were gushing about uh, Osprey versus uh, uh, Naomichi Marafuji. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's crushed it. He had a great match against Jericho, I thought. He had you know, the Omega stuff. The, uh, the card, yeah. He's on a roll. So, uh, and he's he's been... He's being booked. Uh, he's on. Uh, he's going to be on the Wrestle Dreams uh, again, uh, tagging with uh, Kanosuke Takeshita against Kenny Omega and Jericho. So uh, yeah. I'm confused by that Wrestle Dream show, but you know uh, that started a rumor that Tony Khan was going to buy the New Japan, but that is not. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I thought that was so funny. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm a little <laughs> confused as to what that Wrestle Dream show is because they keep saying, oh, it's New Japan affiliated. Well, is it? Because it doesn't say anything about New Japan on the fucking poster. So, you know. Look, ah. There are New Japan related wrestlers on on it, but uh, they're just like the Gaijin ones. Like, come on, man. Really, uh we the Japanese guys. Let's go. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like Kushida, you know, guys <sighs> like and Kenta, the American-based uh, Japanese wrestlers, is who will probably be on that show. I would think so. I could be wrong. Yeah, you could be. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It happens quite frequently. Yeah. It's really good when the uh, the one show we have to cover is a show that's like not a house show. Instead, it's like it's fucking destruction, man. What a great, <laughs> yeah. what a great time. I'm glad I didn't watch it live because um then i would just would have been like tweeting into a or xing into a fucking vacuum xing <laughs> into a vacuum yeah, that sounds into like a vacuum. that uh, sounds uh, like something you do when you're 13 just, just <laughs> testing the limits of life you know <laughs> i am invincible uh, oh my goodness so uh look let's just round it out uh with a wrestler diary I think this is the last one of uh, this batch. Uh, Jay, uh, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, can we please have some more? Please, Jay, can we have some more? <laughs> By the uh, way, someone uh, hacked Jay's Twitter, right? And and they were they were tweeting things about how the the baseball player named Yo, his name isn't Yo. Like and I, I I knew that she had been hacked. I knew that wasn't real. So yeah, just saying, that can't be. That's right. Um, hopefully her email didn't get hacked and uh, she can send us some emails. But uh, all right, it's dated from August twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. That's a day after my my birthday. Aww. 
and it's Bushi. He's got the same kind of artistic uh, picture he has for all of his diary entries. It's number 257. It's entitled Los Ingobernables de Japón. And the uh, picture, the uh, the drawing, is of Bushi looking all badass with his, you know, he's got the, he's doing the axe motion with his arms. But then right beside him is like a really sad self-portrait version of Bushi yeah. next to him. And he looks either really sad, depressed, or stoned, or all of the above. Don't know what the deal is with that. It's uh, like but, Ralph uh, Steadman Bushi, you know? It's just not... <laughs> It's like it's it's really like uh, grotesque, I would say. You know, yeah, that's what you'd call that. All right, so uh, day after my birthday, let's go. This hot summer's not over yet. I still need a spare T-shirt with me when I go outside. That's, back the, choke, into... that's the choke people with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone complains about this heat, I choke them. You know, he doesn't. He's, he's like that uh, Dennis Leary song. He hates it when people complain about how about this heat. He's like, oh, they're an asshole, and he gets the fucking shirt out and chokes him. Anyway, I'm back in Japan from the U.S. Luckily, I didn't suffer from jet lag this time. It was only five days and three nights, after all. Still, I took a sleep aid with me this time, and it seemed to help me get a good night's sleep on the plane. Oh, hear that, yo, a sleep aid. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Do you think his sleep aid is Yoshihashi? <laughs> he just brought him with him to sit next to him on the plane. Just puts you. Oh no, it's Goto. It would be Goto, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it would have to be Yoshihashi because his stories are funny, boring. Whereas, like, you'll start off with a Goto story being like, "Oh man, I think I'm gonna fall asleep," and next thing you know, you hear him go, "No, I will do this." And you're like, Whoa! <laughs> what the fuck? And suddenly you're awake again, going like, wait, 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 can you back up a bit? Backtrack that. Like, start again. <laughs> on my day, on the on the day of my return flight from the United States to Japan, I caught up with a New Japan staff member who was on the same flight at a bar near the boarding gate of the airport for his connecting flight. And thanks to a few glasses of alcohol, I was able to sleep well on board and arrived in Japan. <gasps> you think so... When Yo drinks coffee, he has a lot of urinary issues. I mean, can you imagine him having beers? Like, he never, <laughs> oh got, like, you know, if he breaks the seal, it's fucking over, dude. He's just going to be in the bathroom the rest of the day. Break the fucking seal. He yeah. doesn't have a seal. <laughs> the only seal that he knows is Kiss from a Rose on the Grave. It's a great song. Oh, fucking. Batman Forever. I like that movie, even though it's probably not as good as the Burton ones, but I still like it. It's good. Yeah. Let's start this party with a bang! Uh, anyway, uh, a souvenir from... Oh, there's another photo of here of uh, Bushi without a mask on, but you don't see his face. You get a zoom-up of his eye, and uh, it's a bit swollen. He, yeah. A souvenir from the Philadelphia show. The batting moment during the match. It hurt so bad. At the time, I was really worried and started to panic because I couldn't see properly. Thank God it's not an orbital floor fracture. In the end, I was fine and could finish the match. Accidents happen. I'm glad to have finished the match injury-free, but I'm not going to be able to get out of wearing sunglasses for a few more days back home. My shiner is getting better, though. It looks a lot worse than it is. So there is, So is there anything I can do to heal it quicker? 
when I take my sunglasses off, people look at me twice. They ask questions and look at me like, what's wrong? <laughs> I, get a, I get a lot of questions and looks from people. Really, dude? Like, how do people know who the fuck you are? You, anyway, there's a picture here of his shiner. And uh, and actually, it's all it's a 360 around his eye. It yeah. looks, looks fucking nasty. I'm not in any pain at all. So no worries. I'll have a short break and try horse riding. Riding what? a horse is amazing. <laughs> this is the first time I've ridden one, and it's very difficult to get the rhythm right. It's so different from the horse riding fitness machines in the gym. What? I'd like to practice riding until I can gallop, but it's quite expensive to have lessons. I think it's just as well that it can be an occasional hobby for me. When I was giving carrots to the horse that took care of me, I thought to myself, I've got a few carrots ahead of me as well. No! <laughs> and there's a picture of uh, Bushi riding a horse. Uh, and he's using his hand to cover his face. Of course he is. He doesn't want us to see the shiner. You know? That's right. He's very ashamed, even though we just saw two photos of it. The, uh, <laughs> Close yeah, up. Yeah, so. That was the that was a nice diary entry. It was, it was good. Uh, you got a, got a bit of material out of it. I appreciate you, Bushi. You're a good dude. And he knows how to fucking fall asleep on the on the plane because he's a pro wrestler. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Man. He's he is a pro wrestler, man. You know, like Boosie's one of those guys. He's probably a pretty good brother. And you know, we've always talked about how he just kind of goes with the flow, and that's why he'll always have a job because they're like, he's like, oh, you want me to lose? No problem. I'll do my best. You know. <laughs> <sighs> Losing is my job. I'm the best job uh guy all right so uh i guess just to round it off is the next major shows on next monday is that, uh, is that correct? yes it, well that's sad so there's two road to destruction shows coming up um we have uh on a saturday september 30th which is live um and then we have i think that's the only one that's televised However, there are other shows on here. Uh, there's Sunday, October 1st, which is Road to Destruction. Saturday, October 7th, with this Road to Destruction. And then the actual destruction show where they're going to destroy everything is in Ryagoku on October 9th at fucking 4 a.m. By the way, the, ne- the next match we get will be match four of the best of seven series. So we, we haven't missed at least one of these, which is uh, a little... A bit, actually, it fucking infuriates me to be honest. Like, um, I, I want to see those matches. Like, I I know they're not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but like, I you want know, them. You promoted them. I want, but yeah. Destruction has some wild matches on it, dude. Like, I will talk about it before then, but there's like Josh Alexander, Chris Saban, and Alex Shelley versus the Dream Team. What? So and then the oh best goodness. of seven series final is that night. Um, there's you know Chase oh, Owens versus that. Tonga Lo, of course. You know we got the junior tag match, we got the heavyweight tag match, we got Tonga Lo versus Finley for the never title. We get the IWGP junior heavyweight title match, which by the way we forgot to mention that uh, after uh, Hiromu was uh, you know after his match he was running around yelling, "Where's Mike Bailey?" Because that match is Leo Rush versus Hiromu versus Mike Bailey. 
Oh, holy shit balls. I, yeah, I just saw that here. That's going to be insane. I was like, what heavy tag team match are you talking about? But I see it here. It's uh, Gabe Kidd, Alex uh, uh, C versus uh, Al Fantasma and Hikaleo. So uh, it's a strong open white tag team. Like, is strong even a show anymore? Do they have a weekly show still? That's how good a New Japan fan I am. I don't even know because, like, I don't know. I just like the Japanese stuff. You know, recently um, uh, Rocky said that he's trying to get it back as a weekly show. Right now, if you watch what's called Strong On Demand, which is on Saturday nights in the United States at 8 o'clock, that is actually just old. <laughs> it's just old matches that, you know, it's it's like the Axis TV show. It's like matches from a month ago or something like that. Um, so, you know, the strong stuff is kind of petered out to this point, and I'm okay with that, but it's apparently it's going to make a comeback, and it's going to be a thing, so here we are. Right, because you got, you know, you got three strong titles, and, uh, you, you know, you kind of need a fucking strong show for the three titles that you have. Uh, it, yeah, it's, I don't know why I care so much. Uh, I'd rather watch Tag League. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. going to. <laughs> I will say something interesting about the fact that the 30-minute time limit best of seven series final has already been announced, so we know it's going seven matches. Like, oh my god, yeah, that's fucking, that's pretty dumb. Like, good job, well, it, Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have called it best of seven. So. <laughs> no, because like, if we're playing, if like. The NBA playoffs, they're best of seven, right? But like, if you if you win the first like four matches, like it's done, it's over. Well, and they they will they will have the other, uh, you know. They will still they, have them. No, listen, they'll have them scheduled, oh. but it'll say if needed. That's what they yeah, yeah. put on this. It'll say like, oh, best of seven, you know, finale here if needed. Like that's what it should say, but it doesn't. Yeah. Instead, it ended the week before at a rando house show. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone who got like the U Butte destruction tour tickets are like, oh, yeah, that's kind of dumb, but it is what it is, you know. I will say that this was a fun show to cover, and I enjoyed doing it, Luke. I would echo those sentiments, uh, but I, I won't because I don't remember exactly what you said. But uh, it was a great show, and I had a blast talking to you that's about it. Literally, what I just said. So. There you go. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for listening, uh, the people who, well, listened. And if there's, uh, just in case there's something Mr. Andy would like to add. Ingator, we trust.